I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Here's football legend Jamie Redknapp for Skechers ArchFit Footwear. Okay, I know what you're thinking. Archfit footwear? Ah, I don't need arch support. Well, I thought the same, and these are still my favorite trainers. You see, Skechers Archfit are great for virtually everybody. Archfit was designed by experts, giving you podiatrist-certified arch support and all-day comfort. Plus, I don't wear them just for arch support. I love how they look too. Feel what you've been missing with Skechers Archfit. Find Skechers Archfit footwear for men and women everywhere. Hello? Let me try that. Hello, everyone. I don't know whether it's working, type because it said it stopped. We I can't hear you. Hello? Are we there? Yeah. Is, uh, fair, Tope. I've done a good job today. Yeah. Can you just can you just let everyone know that you're in charge of the buttons today? Yeah, so apologies, right? Should we play? I don't think we play the open. I just think we go rogue. I just... Guys, oh, all right. Just, yeah, go on, then. You've just joined us, right? I'm in charge tonight. I pressed the button to go live... It then said it, and I started playing the wrong intro. It then stopped unexpectedly, and I had to restart again. And anyway, and here we so, are. So, and can I are. say me normal? Yeah, then. Wilco, Wilco, pretend like nothing's happened. Pretend it's just normal. Hello, and welcome to the Long Run Show live podcast and stream. Brought to you by 40 Rounds Running Community and our generous sponsors at Sketches. Tonight, our main subject is going to be marathon recovery, something that plenty of you will be interested in Monday morning because, of course, it's London Marathon weekend. So we're going to be talking about that as well. Toby's here, managed to get here by the skin of his teeth because he's uh, been stuck at work. But um, with his active we've job. not been able to, um, as you've already discovered, we've not been able to um, lace him with the uh, technology to sort out all the techie bits and stuff. So Chris is driving. So apologies in advance for that. Um <laughs> Chris is also, you know, Chris will be here to offer his opinions and uh, have a chat as well. And Hayden's here too, fresh from his little trot around Berlin last week. Well Amen. done with that, mate. We'll have a t- little talk about that. There is loads and loads to get through. We will be reflecting on more problems at the Brighton Marathon. 
and um, we'll have a little bit bit of a chat about that and also we will be giving you your shout outs we have been inundated an absolute tsunami of emails have been dropping in the long run show at gmail.com basket and we will be offering our best wishes to you and you will be you know offering your best wishes to your friends and even yourselves as well so hello gentlemen here Evening. we are Evening. we've got yeah, i must apologize i must apologize for the open if you're listening to this on the podcast and you've just start got into your rant right i'm gonna put the long run on but i'm usually like you know you're not head bobby music no you won't get any of that today it'll just be me going oh whoops oops anyway so apologies for that what we could do on the way out we could play like the intro on the as instead of the outro. Look at Tabe; he's already getting nervous about it. Oh. Well, I'll be oh, impressed if you just... play anything on the way out. It is, it is life. Don't worry about it, Tabe. Yeah, but the thing is, Tabe, that what's going to happen now is you see because he's pressing the buttons and doing your job, you've got to do his job. Yeah, I've got to share a rant, have I? Yeah, yeah, you can get rant. I'd love to see, wouldn't you, guys? Send an email. What's the email address? Longrunshow at gmail dot com. Send an email in and ask get get a subject which can really get Tabe. Like, so what do you reckon? What do you reckon the one subject that really winds you up that gets your goat? Yeah, I don't know. That, they must I'm be relaxed. I'm just too relaxed. so relaxed. He's, I've never seen Tom right stressed about anything. I, I he's, genuinely he's horizontal, him. isn't he? Yeah, I've, I've never seen him, never seen him stressed. Um, right, so, um, good evening, everybody. If you're listening to this because you've got the London Marathon, we're going to be talking to you directly soon. Mm. Um, before we do that, we've got to give a shout out to Sketchers. We love you. And check out the uh, Razor 4 on Instagram. Look at it because it's a new shoot that's coming. Uh, mine are on their way. So check that out. Big shout out to Sketchers for sponsoring the pod. National Running Show. Tickets, people, come and see us. Toad will be there, but he won't be adding any value. But we will be there. All of us will be there. Admin, Alan, we'll all be there. So make sure um, you get your free tickets using the code. What's the code, Toad? I was just saying, it was 40 runs. I was just, I was just giving you a little message that you can put those little lights on. Oh, I can put it up, yeah. But, Tobe, I've yeah. got, I'm not going to start mucking about the buns. So, use the code 40 runs. Start fitness, 10% off for free from us. Just use the code. We don't get paid. 40 runs, 10% off. You're welcome. And what was the other thing that we got to plug? Is there anything else, Wilco? I can't remember. Oh, park run tomorrow. Which park run are you going to, Hayden? We are down, a few of the series down at Gunnersbury Park Run. Gunners, for Catherine transferred 50th. There we go. And Wilco, did you have to give someone a shout out? Apart from all the other London Marathon shout outs. No, I've incorporated it within the uh, incorporating that. Right. So that's yeah. the because I've been organized, because I've been I've spent my afternoon plowing mm. through the uh, emails and then try to cut them down a bit so we can give everybody a good shout out and give everybody a chance yes. to everything. Um I will say, you know, is people do say that, you know, 48 hours tonight is the night to get some kip. You yes. know, to Rather than because you won't sleep on Saturday night. No. So I just remembered that when we went to Edinburgh, Gemma Peddler said, yeah, we're on the start line. And I said to her, oh, did you get much sleep last night? And she said, yeah. She said, I put the long run podcast on and I nodded off after 20 minutes. <laughs> there you go. I wasn't on that episode, I believe. It was the episode I wasn't on. I just put it out there. Yeah, because you'd have probably been, sh- it'd have been like, who's this bloke shouting? Ranting and raving. <laughs> Ranting and raving. That's because he lasted 20 minutes. If he was on, it'd be 10. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, so what I wanted to do before we started off, before we got dug into all the questions, I must offer my congratulations to Hayden yes. on his news today. Yes. That he well 
You tell you tell them. You tell us, Hayden. Come on. You tell them what you've done. Yeah, it's been it's been a great week. Big week. Capped off absolutely late last night. I got the email saying that uh, my Edinburgh Marathon actually qualified me to enter, and I've been accepted into Boston Marathon for next year. Amazing! Wow! Absolutely amazing. So you did three seventeen in Edinburgh, didn't you? What 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 was the cut off then? It was for my age group because I'm an old git. It was three twenty. Three twenty. Yes, and usually two, two or three minutes is usually a bit dodgy, but there hasn't been that many races this year, so the uptake obviously wasn't as strong as normal. Mm. So everyone that qualified on the three twenty or under in my age group, they got their place. So they have been saying that about America that there's not been sort of like they've been struggling for numbers like post COVID, haven't they? Yeah, it's the COVID, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's exactly what it is. People are still nervous, and even if they people are getting back to it now in the last three or four months, they didn't get their times in in time for Boston. I can't remember what the mm. cut-off date was. It was sometime in the July. You had to have had your running by. So maybe next year, you know, the times might start picking up. So, so you've got you've got in and, you know, you've found mm. a little niche and got in there. Niche. It's I a am, good year I'm to get gonna, in it, mate. Yeah, but we've always, the task's always been since day one to do the big six. But there's always that doubt about Boston. The other ones, you can get into them. You just, you just got to pay your way in if you really have to. Yeah. I'll be really lucky, but Boston's the one. You can't even buy your way in. It's really, really difficult. I'd need uh, a bike to get into Boston. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. How old are you? How old am I? I'm... <laughs> there you go. Look. Yeah, Give me another, we'll another couple chance. of years. You might be able to qualify. No, Wilco, right. I'll put this out to you. Let us know on an email. What's the email address, Wilco? Longrunshirt gmail.com. If, uh, Wilco, uh, in, if you agree with this or not, this statement I'm about to was if Wilco actually operated at 70%, he may stand a chance of getting in the Boston Marathon. <laughs> no, he still he refuses <laughs> to do it. Point blank, 69. I'm not doing more than 60%. 69. I would have to shave at least an hour and 20 minutes off my time, I think. Yeah, you could do that, Wilco. You just got to knuckle down a bit, bruv. Stop, stop, you know, giving all your mates all these racing tips and not giving them to us. You could get out there and do a bit of running. <laughs> you wouldn't want my racing tips, mate. <laughs> <laughs> right, we've got to say hello to everyone. We've got loads of comments. Guys, if you're, if you're new to this, right, maybe you've tuned in for the first time because you've got a shout-out coming your way. We, we do this, we film this live for, for some reason. We've got to be idiots, really. You listen to all these polished media savvy yeah. podcast you know but we like to film this live because we just like to you know start without any intro music um you can just comment and jump in and get involved in and, and there's a chat function and so we've got ray happy joggers uh hello ray we've got doug man running come on you spurs yeah we're going to smash this um actually i wasn't <laughs> put my back on, um tomorrow um who else we've got jason lee mike blackledge uh gary jones uh well there's loads um, keep going. Oh, well, there's a question already. We'll come on to that later. So get your get your questions in. Uh, starting with a cue. Uh, Toby, yeah, he did wear, he did miss the memo on the ha- Hayden's is on his way. Uh, but you've got to remember that Toby has got an active job and he's been active all day sitting at his desk eating and he forgot to bring it with him. That's why he's not in the moody blue studio that his girlfriend put together for him. He's actually still. Yeah, he's in the work so, meeting room. Don't forget, we are going to be talking eventually when we get there, post-marathon, what to do after you cross the line. Okay, so mm. maybe you are doing London this weekend. We're going to be talking about what you need to be doing after that. But we'll come Shall on to that in a minute. Shall we get the serious stuff out of the way and talk about Brighton? Yeah, let's let's talk about Brighton because it is a serious issue. And I know we cock about a lot on this podcast, but one of the things that is important to us on this podcast is to be the voice of the everyday runner. And 
we love the fact that you guys um, send stuff into us. We're a bit like watchdog. But also, if we see something that ain't right, then we will, you know, we'll go after it as well because mm. there's some things that just ain't right, and we we will openly discuss yeah. them. We it's, don't particularly care, uh, you know. We're we're not again. We're not a media company or anything like that. We don't, you know, we're not there to make friends. We're here to tell it how it is. So we're, we yeah. Got we back, had um, there was a story in um, I think it was in Run as well. They had it um, that the um, the winner of the Brighton Marathon had not been paid his prize money. That they owed him two thousand pounds. And um, he was having to um, contemplate a trip to the small claims court to get his money. And um, this, what's happened is that this has highlighted um, an issue that we've been aware of and we have talked about on previous occasions that has particularly affected people in the 40 running, runs running community who were involved um, in the uh, Ragnar races, that um, the relays that used to, uh, there was a, a big one a few years ago pre-COVID. And then people entered one um entered one in the forest of dean and um which was run by uh grounded events who also run the um uh brighton marathon and um the event was cancelled and people haven't got their money back so this has all come up again in the light of um, the guy who uh, won the race and um i just wanted to um we got in touch with um we probably with a lot in line with a lot of other sort of running related uh, media got in touch with the people at um, grounded events and say, you know, we'd like to uh, tell people what the uh, situation is in fact. So they sent us a, um, an email to uh, a statement to um, explain what the situation is. So I'll just go over that quickly. Um, it says, um, this is, uh, it's attributed to a spokesman. It says, over the past two years, the running events industry has been blighted by the hangover from COVID-19. Brighton Marathon was hit hard by the pandemic, and we were forced to postpone our 2020 and 2021 events, resulting in a significant drop in revenue. Unlike other sectors, we did not qualify for government support, and since restrictions have been lifted, participant numbers have still not recovered to pre-pandemic levels. As we recover and work towards the 2023 event, we are acutely aware of the payments owed. We understand the frustrations of those impacted and would like to reiterate our sincere apologies. Our leadership team is in contact with all impacted individuals to explain the context of this situation and to underline our commitment to honouring our payments at the earliest opportunity. The Brighton Marathon team is exploring all possible options to ensure payments are made as quickly as possible and will continue to issue updates as able in the coming weeks. We would like to thank the community for their continued patience and support while we work through this challenging time. Now, there was a story um, with this. Uh, the local paper in Brighton, the Argos, um, ran a story from with, from the quotes that um, the winner produced on social media. And uh, they um, said that um, Grounded Events, um, they said that their um, – they published accounts in April for the financial year that ended in two thousand in April twenty twenty one, and um, they were um, one point two million pound in debt, and they were one point six million pound in debt the year before. So people are trying to. The trouble is that what happened with, to a certain degree, the decision the decision for regarding the Ragnar relay was taken out of their hands because the um, the event company who. Yeah, it, they were in charge of the UK operation and the parent company in um, America announced that they were only going to do races in the States and they weren't going to do any broad ones. But obviously 
people people we know yeah, have spent a lot of money yeah. to go into this event, yeah. which was called off in February. Yeah. And they've still not heard, you know, here we are seven months later. Yeah, exactly. And, and that statement. They still haven't what, got their money back. No, and that statement was has been put out everywhere by the sound of things. It was mm. put out on Facebook. Um, somebody who's been affected directly by this has received the same statement. So, look, this is my own opinion, okay? Right, so whatever. This is me saying this, and it's not based on any fact. This is just my impression of the whole thing. I think it's a disgrace. I think if people are out of pocket, you need to pay them. And you could put out press releases left, right, and centre, not being funny, but you've just got to pay. If you're still putting events on, hmm. really, you should be paying those people before you do those events. So my advice to everybody, I, I can only feel for the people who are out of pocket. I personally would get all together and then go go after them. Is my what I would do if I was in your boat. I'd all get together and, and speak to a solicitor between you and then go after them. Like that guy's done small claims court, but you can only do that on an individual basis. But um, I think it's a disgrace. I think pulling that card about, oh, we was this COVID, that other other companies, great companies like Runfrew have managed to survive. London Marathon events are absolutely coining it in with, you know, so what? what's the difference here? I don't, I don't see it. So if people are out of pocket, you need to pay up. You need to stop putting, paying money out on social media and advertising and, and spending all this money to put events on. You need to pay those people first. So my advice to everybody is boycott any of their events, anything that's got that company attached to it. Again, this is only my opinion, which I think I'm entitled to, Wilco. I'm not, I don't think I'm crossing a line here. No, I wouldn't personally feel comfortable take going to one of those events because of what's happened. Now, you do whatever you like. It's entirely up to you. They're obviously trying to remedy it, and remedy it right? And that's fine. But mm. this has been going on for a while. So my advice to you is I would boycott it for now. Leave it alone. I think it's going to be difficult because lead, yeah. looking at those, I mean, I'm not a fine, you know, I'm not an accountant, finance guru or anything, but nah, that, I mean, either, those, you know, you, I, a company cannot carry on, you know, with debts of of that magnitude that eventually they're going to go into administration. Oh, and then they're going No, to, you um, need to Hayden on this. He's actually qualified. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of points like you praised on that. First of all, you said, it was 1.6 million in debt the previous year. Then last year it was 1.2 million. So straight away, it's a 400 grand profit in one year. Oh, Secondly, yeah. as you said, what about let's take Manchester United Football Club? We've seen the debt they're in. Still pay the yeah. wages every week. Yeah. They still pay. They still manage. They're in debt. They're not in debt because they've miscommunicated their money. They've borrowed money. They've, they've diverted money to other places. That's why yeah. they're in debt. They've got money tied up. Just yeah. saying that they're making them losses. I haven't read through their accountancy statements or anything, their financial statements, but mm. for them to still put on events, if you mm. was 1.6 million in debt, you would not, you, where would, how would anyone even trust you to put on a big event like the Brighton Marathon? That would be collateral. I don't know whether, again, I've got absolute, right? So this is just, I, but surely it, Brighton Council, right, must have a say about this event. Why would you let a company that's got that much money, like, and owes people money and you've got all that bad press, take on that event? That makes any sense to me. Hmm. No, I mean, anyway, look, let's let's leave that there, right? I think we've said what we want. We, we are we are worried about the people directly affected from 40 runs. We support them 100 percent I think it's outrageous that you haven't paid them. All this COVID uh, 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 worries me. I don't give a monkeys. Pay people what you owe on people, right? It's not right. 
but you know it is what it is. So we support, we stand by them, pay up your debts, people. And for from my side of things, I won't be doing any of their events. I won't be promoting any of their events. And I would ask that everybody else does the same until they come good. And then when they do, we'll get behind them. And I, you know, we we're keen to follow this up and keep our ears to the ground if we hear anything. And if the people involved, um, if if you hear things too. Drop us an email, longrunshow at gmail.com yeah. if there's any updates or anything like that. And we will, you know, we, like, in fairness to them, they got back to us, you know, yeah, when we, um, we asked them. So if you've got questions, then we will endeavour to get to the bottom of right. things and try and help you out. I'll just let's pick move up on. on. Robert, Robert Hallam just made a point there about it. And it's just one last point I'd like to make about it. This is the ironic thing. Not only are they so bad with all this, Secondly, they're one of the most expensive marathons to get into in this country. <laughs> the marathon's not even UK affiliated, I don't believe. They nah. cocked up the distance. Yeah. Like, all the bag drop, no bag drop, all these bad things. And on top it's of it, PR it's a PR disaster, isn't it? It is, it is, disaster. it is. If you anyway. if you was their PR company, you'd be saying this nah, You'd be ringing up Liz Trust and say, Can I come and work for you? Yeah, <laughs> it, it's just, you just wouldn't, would you? You know what I mean? It's time to move on. Brighton Marathon is is a fantastic. I've never done it. I've been down there to support runners and whatnot. It's a fantastic event. It's a fantastic community event. It's got a lot of people excited about the fact of of everybody. You know, they they want to do the Brighton Marathon. So somebody, please take it over. Do it. Run it properly. That's that's all. That's all we ask. And, and but more importantly, before you get to that, pay these runners their money. <laughs> right. So look. More Why don't we do? Wilco. Yes, Wilco. Come on. I want to move on. Right, okay, I'm going to do the first lot of shout-outs. Yes, let's do something awesome. Come on. Okay, right, go, we'll let's go. Yeah, we've we had loads of emails. Thank you very much. So, so, you got a guitar? Yeah, we could do with some backing music, really, but so, there you go. Sing a song. Why does it? Not one, but I can't play it. No, we get copyright strike. Go on. Okay, right, I'm going to start. These are this. Um, Edwin Gross, he wants to give a shout to himself. He's hoping to run a PB in London. Good luck, Edwin. Um, Charlotte Chapman from Truro. Can you please shout out to all the runners taking part with charity places for the Royal Cornwall Hospital? Certainly can. Luke Blackham from Dorset. He's doing it for brain research. It's his first time he's done a marathon. So good luck to you, Luke. Jane Ogle running the London Marathon for the Miscarriage Association. We'll be wearing my black and pink 40 cap. Name will be on my top and run, walk on the back. It says second marathon. And Claire Holland from Watford. Please give a shout out to Kaz Isaacs, Donna Banks, Karen Hogan and Claire Holland, who are all running the London Marathon. Go smash it, ladies. Yeah, you'll probably actually stop talking about it. Uh, Nicola Ford. Can we please have a shout out for Louise Ford, who's running her first ever marathon? Louise, we've had on the show, who's been uh, doing her preparation. She's extremely nervous. Good luck, Louise. You've got this. Rebecca Daly from Oxford. I'm running um, before 20... 21 i'd never run before um and uh you guys have helped me through your long runs and i'm very grateful so good luck with that rebecca chris bailey chris bailey says please can you give a big shout out to my guide runner for sunday sam kedwards she is guiding me in a in my first ever marathon and her first london i literally couldn't do without her they are doing it for team retina uk so uh Chris is obviously, you know, visually impaired, so we will particularly wish him all the best. And we will read out, I'll read out a few more of these a little bit later on. We've just, we had a, well done, everybody. We're going to keep doing more of those. Um, But we had a comment from Amy Louise, first timer tips. Amy, 
there was a, uh, was it last week's the pre-record show? When was it? When did we do it? Week before. Week before. Go on YouTube or on your podcast provider, right? Listen to that or watch that video. It, honestly, there's so much value in that in that show. It will really help you out. So listen back to that one. Watch that one. Uh, do whatever you've got to do, but 100% go back and check that. We've lost Toby. Um, he told me to change the backgrounds because apparently I ain't done the backgrounds either. So it's just it's just terrible having him on the show but not in charge because all he's sitting there doing is having to go at me for not doing things properly. Anyway, carry oh, on. Oh yeah, it's like having the it's like having the driving instructor in the back of the car. That's what I mean. It? It's it's awful. I might how can I remove him? Oh, you guys don't know. I might be, I might remove speaker. Right, carry on. Well, that'd be it. Right, okay. Um, well, we're going to talk about marathon recovery, aren't we? Oh yeah, let's do that early doors. Right, so let's so, do a bit of that. So I put out a video on might have been Wednesday, might have been Thursday. Can't remember. Check that video out, people, because your chances are if you're running Sunday, you're going to forget all of this. Okay, so it's there as a reference point. It's on yeah, YouTube. You got channel, enough to think about. Yeah, watch that again on Sunday night. But effectively, it takes you through the stages of you know what to do and things like that. I think for me, the the biggest thing and I've been telling my clients today. Um, there's a couple of things to tell them, um, but the most important thing in regards to recovery, and I, I can't emphasize it enough, is to walk the marathon out of your legs, right? If you don't know what I mean by that, I mean. Not, you know, that night, but once you've relaxed and you've chilled out and, you know, you're looking after yourself, get mobile. Don't sit about. I know it, it hurts. It, it probably hurts just to get up, but get mobile. Walk the marathon out of your legs. A, a minimum of 15 minutes a day, a minimum, will honestly speed up that recovery process. You need to walk that marathon out of your legs. Think about it like, I'm not saying do this, but think about you want to actually walk the same distance that you've run and get it out of your legs so think about i've got to get right i've got to walk 26 miles not only one day right (laughs) maybe over a week or two but effectively you want to walk that marathon out of your legs it will just it will it will aid the recovery it will speed the recovery up but don't don't do like go out and walk for 10 miles but i say minimum of 15 get active people you know i'm not looking you know i know tobe's got an active job it wouldn't apply to him but Get walking and walk that marathon out of your legs. I personally would avoid massages and I'd personally avoid anything like that that's intrusive. Honestly, I'd rather go and get a knife out of the kitchen drawer and stick it in my calves than have have a massage the day after because that would be less painful. You remember what you're doing is you're, you're, you're effectively tearing your muscles to pieces, yeah? You're damaging your muscles when you're doing a marathon. So, yes, I appreciate there's probably you know, physios and massage people and, you know, Monica have a go at me. But for me, I would just leave it well alone. Let your body heal. It's all going to be inflamed. Let it let it all heal. Let it all, you know, do your salt baths and put your, uh, what's it called, pure sport on and what, or whatever lotions and potions you've got. And then just let everything settle down, but walk it out of your legs. Okay, that's really, really important. And you will thank me. It's funny, Wilco. I don't know if you heard Claire on Tuesday. She thanked me. She said, Fully, actually, because <laughs> I was telling Sue, she said, that really helped me. Um, mm. You know, I walked the dog a hell of a lot, and it really, really did help me get, get back and up and going quicker than before. So that's that's my number one tip for recovery, people. There's, there's, as I say, there's a multitude of different things you can you can do. But I would, I would walk it out, and I would um, – 
and I'd 100% not go down the, the avenue of sports massage now. What about you, Hayden? What about you? What's your Yeah, what have you been doing this weekend, Hayden? Because you did Berlin on Sunday. Yeah, so what, I did. How's your, um, how's your immediate sort of recovery? What's it look oh, like? What have you been up to? I've always sort of had this philosophy where after a marathon, I like to leave it at least six days before I do any running. But as Chris said, still, you've got to have an active recovery. You've got to be walking. You, If you like swimming, swimming is the absolute most probably ideal thing you could do. But a good tip as well, especially for people that are treating London sort of as a tourist marathon, is whatever you do, maybe keep this tip for next year. If you're going to book something like London and thinking about coming down on Friday doing the tourist stuff on Saturday, running the marathon Sunday, and then going home Monday, switch that around. Come down a day later and do the tourist things the day after the marathon. It it gives you something to get up, and you know you want to go out and see something. And again, you're walking, and it's just reinvigorating your muscles. It just It's just so much better. Whereas opposed to if you start doing that the day before, doing a bit of sightseeing in London, your first time here, you're just knackering yourself out and burning all them carbs, all them precious Mm -hmm. carbs that you've stored up over the last three or four days. You're just going to waste them all. Save them. I'm, I'm going to have this in. Um, I'm going to have this in Dublin because the race is going to be on Sunday, and then my flight is not until sort of like eight o'clock Monday night. So I'm just going to be, yeah. you know, I just walk around, oh, have right. a bit of a round, and Perfect. get back into it. Perfect. Or you can do like I did in Edinburgh and lose, get lost in the middle of the city, and without a phone, and just walk around and do ten miles immediately when you get off the bus, and uh, you know you could do that. Don't you have to stay active. I think, I think Fletch just said as well about ice bath, ice bath. A lot of people like an ice bath. That can work for some people. You know, it's all that stuff about keeping your muscles warm before the run and afterwards getting them cold again. It just The most important thing is it's what works for you. Take advice from everyone. Take advice from what we're saying, what Chris just said. Absolutely. Mm. But do what's right for you. But whatever you don't, whatever you do, sorry, do not just sit there and just sit on the couch. Okay. You, you, won't, you won't recover. You might feel like it, but you yeah. won't recover. I, I would give I would give yourself some time off. I mean, you, you've earned yeah. it, right? You you weren't you worked for sixteen weeks. Some of you more. You've earned the opportunity now. You deserve to take it. Like Hayden says, six days, week, whatever it is. Don't be under pressure to run. Yeah, you, you're going to more do more harm than good. Okay, so look after yourself. Wrap yourself up in Cornwall. I, again, I said it today to my guys. You know, really, really look after yourself. Uh, I mean, it's a really important. You should do this anyway, but life's life but you should really in those three days afterwards you should really make sure you're getting a really good intake of protein nutrients really because you're, you're whacking your immune system you're beating the life out of it you're going to be you are going to be run down you're killing you're killing your body in a way right what you're doing to it is just stressing it so you really need to look after it so give yourself the best chance of recovery by giving it the fuel in which it needs to operate Make sure you get those nutrients, get the protein to help that recovery of, of those muscles and whatnot. You know, really look after yourself. Hydrate the hell out of yourself. Yeah, you've got to go to the toilet 85 times, but guess what? You're getting up and you're walking to the toilet. Yeah, it's that sort of thing that makes a difference because you are you are going to need to recover your body. So give yourself that chance to heal. You've got to be aware you're going to get probably – the marathon blues, post-marathon blues. It's a real thing, people. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a bit bit later. Yeah, be aware when that does come. We'll we'll touch on that. But no, that could catch you up. But Mm. if you give yourself the best opportunity by being mobile, you're outside, you're exercising, it's good for your mental health. So you are getting that fresh air, right? So that's good news. You're eating the right things. That's only going to make you and lift your mood and make you feel better and operate better. You're hydrated. Again, 
you're not depleting that as well. So that's good news. You're going to give yourself the best chance to recover well. And that's all you can do. Yeah, yeah. that's all you can do. But give yourself that time. You know, you've, you've earned it. You, you, you've just run a marathon, people. It doesn't matter whether it's your first or your eighth. You've just run a marathon. Okay? So give yourself the chance to recover. You don't, you don't know also, you, you don't know what damage you've done inside your body. You've got so many ligaments, muscles, connective tissue. You could have done some sort of damage you don't even know about at the moment. So just let that rest. That, that, that lot, lot of injuries will heal their cells in a couple of days. Just take it easy. Just take all these people that want to go out the next day. In my opinion, this is, by the way, all these people that want to go out the next day to get it out of their legs or get rid of this lactic acid and stuff. No, for me, no chance. Absolute no chance. It just, you're just taking risks, unnecessary risks. If you haven't yep. got a dog, borrow one. Yeah, good, <laughs> good call. Yeah, if you want to come around here and walk buds, no worries. It'd gladly go out. Buds will love it. If you've seen on Instagram, by the way, if you're not following me on Instagram, at 40 underscore runs, Buds was going to be on the show tonight because Tobe wasn't on. Mm. Um, I came out, me sitting in the chair, ready to go. Uh, but then the girls come home and he said, no, nah, sack that off, I'm going to go get a biscuit. But if you want to come around, walk Buds. Just let me know. Email. What's the email, Wilco? Longrunshow at gmail.com. There we go. So we had a good question. Would have added more value. What's that? Reckon he would have added more value than me. Added more value than you, Tobe. Tobe, you're going to answer this question because you ain't done nothing. Royal Park's half next weekend, Toby. What's the advice how how to prepare for that just a week after doing London? Come on, Tobe. Take it easy. Yeah. Go and enjoy this week or next week? Well, the week after and next week, have a little walk, first few days, listen to some tips here, see? And then, but yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't go for anything too hard at Royal Park, so I'd just go and enjoy that one. Take it nice and steady. So, Hayden, you're going, now you're going to Chicago in two weeks? Uh, no, ne- no, I'm actually, actually flying out next Wednesday, so Chicago is Royal Park, same day as Royal Park, next Sunday. So, how are you prepping for that now that, that being as you've... Um, you've done a marathon last week, so you've got a two-week gap. Yeah, well, the plan was to almost treat Berlin as sort of my last long run on plan. It's, you know, that's why I, I, didn't, I didn't want to go full out and absolutely just kill myself. So I thought mm. if I treat that as like my last long run, not run this week, well, maybe I went out last night for just a real little couple of K, Saturday, going park run. Sunday, I'll probably end up doing about seven or eight miles. And then just sit you a couple of little runs over in Chicago. We've got the 5K the Saturday morning and then the marathon. So it's almost like you know, I'm at week 14 of my plan, ready for Chicago sort of thing. Yeah. I've done, done that long run. Now I just sort of taper-ish. Sort of By the way, it. his long run, just everybody who's listening, his long run was at three hours and 35 minutes. Just put that out there. Oh, sorry, was it quicker than that when he hated? <laughs> Are you doing him as his service? Official time was 3.35. Strava time 3.32. So I've got to Yeah, sorry. So I thought I got it wrong. So <laughs> if you've not seen the video on Hayden's channel, check it out. Or put on 40 Runs, we put it up as well because it's a cracking video. But his little long run, um, <laughs> three hours and 35 minutes. So he finished, right? So we were talking about this, didn't he? He finished like he just done part run. It was There was there was no signs that, he, that he'd done anything, really. It's it was, fair, it was unbelievable. Uh, also, and being talking about... Berlin and people smashing it. We've got to talk about Kipchoge, haven't we? That was amazing. Wow. The bloke is an absolute machine, isn't he? And what I love about him, he's so humble, isn't he? Yeah. He is such a great, brilliant – I hope this isn't going to come back and bite me one day. But he is such a brilliant ambassador for running. Yeah. Yeah. Generally. He's he's a gentleman. Uh, I'll tell you what's good about Berlin Berlin Marathon, where we stand in our pen, literally you can see the front men. 
You, you can wow. literally, the Berlin Marathon, everyone goes off at the same time. Mm. You're in different yeah, sections, yeah, yeah. different pens, but everyone goes off at the same time. It takes a while, obviously, for the back people to get to the front. So the women and the men started at the same time, and all us normal people, we literally, you can see all, all elites at the front with the Kipchoge there. Absolute brilliant. It just, and it he looked it. like he could go around again, didn't he? Easily. Easily. Yeah, I know this one made me laugh. He finished, right? Grabs his flag, up and down. Few high fives, couple of selfies. Bosh. Anyone want to go out for a quick spin around the block? It was like, what? He just won a world record. Like, you'd just be laid out, wouldn't you? Incredible. It's just, it's not normal. It's not, it's not, it was like watching Hayden do his long run. You know what I mean? That's what, it, that's what the frightening thing is. I honestly thought at halfway he was going to go under two hours because yeah. that pace was just unbelievable. And he was, he was on. It was on. Yeah, it was definitely on, wasn't it? Alright, 100% on it then. And I thought he, he's going to absolutely destroy this today out of nowhere because it was, it wasn't, people weren't thinking he was going to go sub two because he was humming and ahhing in the week about whether he was going to go world record or not. Mm. And then, and, and he went through there at like- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, whatever it was, 58 minutes, I'm thinking, oh, hey, what's going on here? What's he have for breakfast? Do you know what I mean? I'd love to yeah, know. He's, right? he's just amazing, isn't he? Is it? I'd love to. I'd love to spend time with him, wouldn't you? But what I tell you what, then let's spin this round. And this is a good question. So emailing. Uh, uh, what is it, Wilka? Long run show at gmail.com. What would you ask if you was in an elevator with Kipchoge? Apart from not, you know, letting one go. What would you ask him in that elevator? Send you send it in to that email address, and tell us what you would ask Kipchoge in the lift. Right, Hayden. What would you ask him if you was in the lift with him? What he eats. Or drinks. There's something I don't know. I'd ask him just how. <laughs> how, how does he do what he does? It yeah. can't just it can't just be just pure hard work. There's got to be something else there. No, I'm not saying nothing wrong, drug yeah. taking, nothing like that. I'm just saying he's just he's a superhuman. He's just he's un, he's incredible. He's just Wilco. I'd love to know what he thinks about while he's going around. You know, is he sort of like thinking, oh, well, got to go shopping Wednesday. You know, not got much in the fridge. <laughs> what time you know, test goes he, Does he think like, does he think all those normal things that we all think about, you know, when you're out running and, mm. oh, oh, I've got all that work to do. Oh, <laughs> Friday's going <laughs> to be crap. On me again. You know, is he, does he think about things like that? How focused is he on actually, mm. is he able to lose himself mentally mm. to just be the machine that he is? That's Have you seen, Robert Hall- you seen Robert Hallam's comment? No. No, no, hang on. He would ask him, Chogi, does he operate at 60 or 70%? Don't. I have had Hurricane Ian this week. Even my mum said, is that going to blow at 60%? My mum. 
is taking the mick on bloody WhatsApp about oh, it. Should be a will right. Ty, what would you ask him? I think there's only one real question, really, isn't there? McDonald's or KFC? <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon, uh, be serious, where he lives, have they got a Maccas? Have they got a Maccas where he lives? Almost. Because he must destroy that every week. He's got to. He's got to, <laughs> isn't he? <laughs> do you reckon, do you reckon, he, uh, honestly, oh, you know what I'd ask him? This And you, this this will blow your minds. Wilco, you'll like this. Where do you think Spurs will finish this year? Yeah, are they going to finish Spurs fan. <laughs> He's genuinely a Spurs fan. He hits Google it. He's a Spurs oh. fan. So I'd ask him where he thinks Spurs are going to finish in the league. Oh, I'd love him even more Anything now. running yeah. related. It'd just be about Spurs. That's what I'd ask him. Right, shall him. I do another load of shout-outs? Yeah, do the shout-outs. And then, and then after I've done that, we'll talk about uh, Marathon Blues and mental yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah. Okay, where are we? Um, right, um, Helen Tabor. Um, can you please give a big shout out from Hell's Bells to the team Southenders, Joe, Lorna, Kim, Michael, Nettie, Claire, and uh, Dan, Josh, and Julian, who are all doing um, doing it virtually. Also to Shirley Glover, who is a graduate of the um, Southend Couch 5K group, who has just completed 60 miles in September for charity. So well done, Shirley. Congratulations on that. Uh, Derek Wolf, uh, myself and Vicky Cousins will be running the London Marathon. Um, it's our first proper London after completing two virtual. I'm running for Get Kids Going, a charity getting uh, disabled children into sport. What great charity that is. Brilliant. Uh, James Henderson, I'll be running London years after doing my second. After uh, doing my second after years, after doing my first last year. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the 40 cheer squad. Yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, Rebecca Hallam and Theo, not got a name for Theo. Please could you give a shout out to my dad, Robert Hallam. We've just been talking about him, who is running the London Marathon for the third time this weekend. We are so proud of him and everything he has achieved. Gary Howland says, please, can I have a shout out as I'll be running London, which is my eighth marathon. Um, ben Lane, um, please can I have a shout out for the gang running London this weekend. Um, Ben's doing his first London Marathon and so is Seb Smith. And Toby Smith is going for an insane two hours, 25 minute finish. God help us. Wow. Rapid. Um, Stephen James from Maidenhead, uh, new to the podcast, has been a great source of information and reassurance for my first marathon. All the best, Stephen. And Anna Rydhall, um, I'd love a shout out for my boyfriend, John, please. Not got a name for a second name for John. He's running his first marathon on Sunday, but doing it virtually. So there you go. That's, and we've got another set to go. We've got another we section coming. Right. I tell you what. I oh, know, so I'll put it in the front end. It's right, because I was thinking about the advert for sketches. We'll put that in the front end because there was no intro because Toby mucked it up. Uh, right. Well... <laughs> now, we want to talk about um, mental recovery. Yeah, but, 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 Wilco, Wilco, Wilco. What are we talking about next week? Tell the people what we're talking about next week. What are we talking about next week? Oh, we wrote Don't it down somewhere. We wrote it down somewhere. Yeah, I know. But you have to tell me these things at quarter to six, seven. Yeah, but I'm just thinking, if we tell them what we're talking about next week... Oh, hang on. No, no, we're not talking it's about your it. list. I can't remember it. Anyway, tune in next week to what we're going to talk about. Because we, right, the thing is, yeah, we try to get, right, we're now trying to get organised. This is the thing for you listeners. We are actually trying to get organised because we want to try, <laughs> we want to try and just like, instead of turning up and going, right, let's talk about this, we actually want to try and like work out what we're going to talk about. So we put a list together and it's an awesome list that you're going to love over the next, well, between now and Christmas, we've got like this stuff to talk about. It's an incredible list. But, Here's the thing. And actually, believe it or not, we've got some good guests coming out as well coming up as well. 
Um, some of them I don't even know who they are. But the um, the thing is, if there's a subject, now this is the thing, because we've got one or two weeks, we're a bit on the shelf with some of the subjects. So email in to... Um, Longrunshow at gmail.com. I was about to put that graphic up thing, but I'm on the wrong screen type. But email in if there is a subject that you want us to talk about between now and the end of the year. Now, we've got the ladies coming back on. We've got loads to talk about, right? But there is one or two weeks we're a bit iffy on in terms of subjects. So if there's a subject you want us to talk about, whether it be, I don't know, a running shoe special, or you want to talk about Toby's active job, or you want to talk about Hayden's green T-shirt, whatever it is, or if there's going to be another hurricane named after a long-run show podcast host, right, <laughs> let us know by emailing in, and we will add it in. Genuinely, we will add it in. When we do yeah. the running show, just as an exclusive for you all, right, because I love you, especially if you're listening to this on Mongolia and you've got to book your flights, we are going to be unpacked. Uh, the subject is the unboxing, the unpackaging of the marathon training block. We're going to take you from getting your place through to crossing that line. Yeah, we're going to literally unpack the whole training block. And you can start emailing in questions for that, but not too many because Wilco gets stressed. So that's what we're talking about there. So again, really important. If you want a discussion, a subject, stick it in. We might even get you on to talk about it because then that means I can have the night off. How's that? Right, go on, Wilco. Yeah, it says that we're doing the London Marathon Review next week. There we go. Oh, yeah, but that's because we're meant to have on. That's because we're not allowed to talk about special guest. We might have a special guest on next week. Yeah, so we might not. We might not. We might talk about about it. We're bound to talk about it a bit. Oh, I don't think I'm here next week, by the way. No, we you're you're, you're a blue here. box on the Excel sheet. Yeah, mate. we shouldn't talk about this on here. Right, carry on. <laughs> um, can I tell a story about my T-shirt, actually? Yeah. Really? So, yeah, why not? This <laughs> now, Hayden, is... Hayden, firstly, what size is it, Toby? What, si- what size is that, Hayden? <laughs> it wouldn't fit Toby. I can tell you that now. <laughs> it wouldn't. It wouldn't fit Toby. Oh, that's two-footed, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's medium. Is it small? Medium. No, it's medium. medium. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you got to remember Berlin first, mate. No, oh. this is the story that I'm going to tell you about. So we've booked all sports tours international, which, by the way, shout out to them. They were brilliant. If anyone's booked, booked any events with them coming up, don't be worried about anything. They really look after you. They're a really good company. But anyway, so when we went there to the expo, picked up everything, and there was this queue that literally was probably the length of half the marathon. You stand in this queue for ages. It was really hot. By the time we got to the front of this queue, it, we realised it was for a T-shirt. And the woman saw my bib and she said, no, you haven't you haven't got a T-shirt on your bib. You, you, you waste your time in this queue. So you're joking. Anyway, ducked out this queue and realised it was the finisher's T-shirt, giving it to you before the race. So anyway, so we thought, oh, that's fine. So we walked through the expo, realised the Adidas store there was selling them. So asked someone, I said, do we get a finisher's T-shirt when we finish? And they said, no, got to buy one. So I thought, there's no way I'm not going to have a finisher's T-shirt. So me and Louisa, we, we bought a T-shirt. And we thought, quite like them. That's the end of the story. Anyway, the next day, go into Berlin Town Centre, into the Adidas shop. And they're selling them in the Adidas shop for the general public, for everyone. There were spectators out on the course cheering me on, wearing a finisher's Berlin Marathon T-shirt. You could have bought me one back, bruv. Then I didn't have to spend 160 euros on the place. <laughs> Honestly, it was crazy. I really... It was just for general self, for everyone. No, but now that's given me an idea. We can make – actually, hopefully they're not listening. No, they won't be listening. We can make some nookie ones next year. <laughs> Drive out there in our light, Robin, yellow one, 
And flog them on the course. Pete will buy them 10 euros, bosh finishes t shirt. Cool, That's mate. amazing. Would you that wear was that? I'll take no. it back. That was a good story about a t shirt. Yeah, What's that, Tom? <laughs> you can buy it now at Adidas. Go on the website, £18.75. Thank you very much. I paid 30 euros for this. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you coming, bruv. I saw That's you about coming. about £30 now. God help us. I'll tell you what, Mike. Just a quick question. They got small as well. I no, so, <laughs> so Hayden's already said you're, you're nowhere near small. Right? A serious question, right? Because it came up today because the Berlin Marathon ballot opened and it was a it's quite a bit of shock amongst a lot of punters out there when they realized that it's 160 euros right hayden all joking aside do you think it because that's that's trumpy all right but if is it actually worth it do you think being serious for a second it's tough you're gonna compare that like for like with london no because london's cheaper but compare it chicago i think was 250 dollars Boston's right. 270. I think okay. Tokyo's 500. New York's 500. So, second oh, cheapest. Ch- I hate it. I've got to send you one of our new, because you're going to be out there and everyone will be wanting to know, one of our Tokyo ones, because you've got Japanese. If you're Japanese, if you're listening to this in in Japan, in Tokyo, we're massive out there at the moment. <laughs> We've got your special line of clothing. It's got 40 rounds written in Japanese. Oh, it might man. actually, it might say something completely different, right? It could say, you stink or say, I don't know, whatever, right? <laughs> but you wouldn't know, would you? So, but hey, I'm going to send you one of them because it's you've got to represent. But it's it's a lovely blue because blue's popular out there. Special colour for something I can't remember what it is, and it's got 40 runs and it's in Japanese. Good plug, by the way. But we've got oh, to send good. you one of them, Hayden. Yeah. And everybody, if you're listening to this in Tokyo, what's that? Like? It's not Sayonara. That's goodbye, isn't it? <laughs> I'm not as good as Japanese as I am German. I think it's Konnichiwa. 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 There we are. See, look, Hayden's already learning, ready for what he's doing. He's already got his Duolingo going, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. The boy's done good. So, my point is, though, you would pay, although it is a lot of money, you probably would, like, it's probably worth it. Uh, It's actually, considering it's one of the biggest races in the world, it's not actually, it's comparatively, you know, not extortionate. That's a fair point. I want to bring it up because the palette's open at the moment. You go on, Tate. Have you looked at, Entering like races with like two wheels because they could be cheaper than that. No, right. So, look, right. okay. So, if you're if you've done if you're not part of the forty runs running community, you should join. It's mandatory. It's now it's now illegal not to be a part of it in many parts of the world, like Peru and Hungary. Okay, but Toby, right. So, what day was it, Toby? On on Thursday, I got an email. This has got nothing to do with the London Marathon, so I must apologise to everybody. He's run by got, London Marathon events. So. Yeah, he's run by London Marathon events. I'm not getting commented in there. Another legal action against us. Um, but the uh, I got an email coming to my inbox. I logged in in the morning, do a bit of admin. Got an email there. Ride London 2023 participate something or other. I thought, what's this? Gone into it. I thought, oh, silly nuts has put me in for the ballot. <laughs> Isn't he funny, right? Registered my email address thinking, you know, that's just Toby trying to be like all funny while he's driving to work. <laughs> and then later on, he's messaging me saying, saying something rather. And I thought, what? So I've gone back in. He's actually entered me into the bleeding thing. He's paid the £100, yeah? And he's paid the £100 himself just to ride alongside me to see me in pain and moan for 100 miles. So you've got I'm a place. Riding alongside you. He's, so he's, he's got a place. actually has entered me into this thing. And I, I think I've made it quite clear on this on this YouTube channel live stream thing. I don't do biking, right? I absolutely, simply refuse to do biking. 
Right. Sounds like a challenge, Chris here, Tove, doesn't it? Eh? Oh, no, no, it's worth it. But he's honestly, he's quick. signed me up. He's paid a hundred pounds. I can't not get do it. Early. But I'm doing no. I said it before. I've said it on here. I'm doing no training. I'm going to turn up on the day, right? I was even talking. Who was I saying to this the other day? I might even wear cowboy boots and cycling cowboy boots. What are you going to do about it? I'm wearing. I'm wearing anything I like. All this light car. All this jog on gloves. Sai was telling me about gloves. I ain't wearing any of that. I'm just going to bowl up. I might even wear my Spurs shirt. Bowl up. <laughs> jump on. And I'll tell you why I've agreed to do it. Shall I tell you why? This is the honest truth. You are Simon because I told him this on Thursday. I went on, naturally, I went on YouTube. As soon as I realised what Toby had stitched me up for, I went on YouTube, typed in Ride 100, something or other, and there's a geezer on there with this video. I can't remember. I should have given him a shout out, right? But halfway, listen to this, boys. Wilco, this is, you're going to sign up for this now. Halfway, he stopped and had a sausage sandwich. <laughs> it was blinding, right? See, all the geezer did, all the geezer did, right, for 100 miles was eat. It was amazing. But he well, stopped. Like an ultra, in Essex, it? You know, somebody said family. to me, an ultra's like a 30-mile buffet. Yeah, basically, all, you're, all he was doing was eating, but it was the sausage sandwich. Oh, and if you, I don't, I don't know where you are in the world, right? But a sausage sandwich to me, Essex, oh, I tell you what, oh, brown sauce. I, I, t- I would, so, and I am going to cycle 100 miles for a decent sausage sandwich. Yeah. It looked blinding. So anyway, so that's the story behind that. So Tove's probably stitched me up. So that'll, um, so you'll have, to go mentally, well, you'll have to mentally prepare for that then. So how will people mentally prepare for after they've done their marathon this week? Oh, you switched back to marathons again? Yeah. I thought oh, I was going to be well, it was a good. It was it a good segue, Tom? Yeah, I was still thinking about the sausage sandwich. To be honest, I don't know where your mind was at. <laughs> well, so what was your question, Wilco? We're talking about mental sort of like adjustment after you've done your big run, Hayden. As you said, it's hard to even think about now, especially if this is your first one. You haven't even run it yet, but it is an absolute thing. Where afterwards, sixteen weeks of your life, you've been training for this thing. And I'll tell you what, the last couple of weeks, I'm, I've got a couple of friends that are doing it for the first time. I saw one of them today and he said literally the last two weeks, he hasn't been able to think about anything else. Every day is on his mind, this marathon. And he's scared about getting in and out of the car, walking upstairs. Everything is consumed about this marathon. So when it's done, he literally, there's a void there. And there is a void there. And you've no, got to start yeah. thinking how, 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 to, how to fill that void. And well, the most obvious and easiest way is, and I can guarantee... I would say at least half the listeners here, if it's their first marathon, straight away after the following day, they'll be sitting on their set with their feet up and they're going to book another one. Or they're entering the ballot for next year. Yeah, I was going to say the ballot's open, isn't it? That's why they do it. That's why they do it. Absolutely. Or they see the Berlin ones open, they're going to enter that. You'll do it because you'll have the absolute time of your life. But that is that is probably the best way to get over it or work towards something else, have a plan towards something else. Maybe mm. think about increasing your, your 5K time, your 10K time or... Maybe start thinking about an ultra. I don't know. Have another, everyone in life, I think, these targets. Or, or generally a different target in a different element of your life can just be just as, Absolutely. you yeah. know, if you've got something, you know, something to plan towards and to to do. Because yeah. many people, this is, this is a bucket list thing and they will yeah. do it once and that's yeah. it. And you do, you know, you if you can, if you can utilise the output that you've put into this, into a different facet of your life as something else, then, you know, that's what, that's what's brilliant about the marathon training thing as well. It, you think, God, I've achieved so much because I've 
been so focused on this for four months and I've done it. You can be focused on something else for four months and you can do that. You can achieve something else, whether it's in your work or personal life or whatever. It doesn't have to be running. Yeah. Structure as well. You're you're absolutely right, chaps. You're you're on the money. I think, like we said earlier, the marathon blues is real, right? It is. It's not made up. It, It could, it could hit you. Right. So be prepared for it. All right. It's not unnatural. So, you know, like as we said, get out and walk. It will help your mental health. But you need something to distract you from that, I would say. You've just spent 16 weeks in a plan. The last, like Hayden said, the last two days or the day or the two weeks has probably been murder for you because you just want to do the damn thing. Um, because instead of like, oh, I've got to go and do my long run, you're like, oh, it's getting close. I just, I just, you know, I want it done, right? But it's done now. Or, you know, if you listen to this after, you've got to, you've got to fill that void as Hayden brilliantly put you've got to find something to fill that void now whether that is signing up for another event whether it be you want to you know beat your half marathon time or or you know as you said do an ultra or find something else like stupid like toby does biking or whatever it's called you know whatever it is but i would really recommend finding something to do that will take your mind off even if it's something for next year in december right the psychological part of that is, is you're offsetting some of that blues that's going to be coming your way. It's, it's just that little thing to avoid some of that complete crash. You know, you've been mm. again, you've probably been talking about marathons for 16 weeks without knowing it. Right. You would have bored. You would have found everyone's been unfollowing you on Instagram. You'd have found everybody's been unfollowing you on TikTok because all you're doing is talking about running. Right. So you need, but you do need something to fill that void. It's, it's just, it, if you don't, there is something that you know. There is there is a, a, a an output of you know when you stop. Retail therapy can help. I would just put that out there, right? Because it's that relation of doing something. Um, but yeah, I think that I, I always I always have something booked before mm. I've even crossed that start line because mm. whatever happens, it doesn't have to be another marathon. But whatever happens, I know that I've got plans. So, give you an example. I had to pull out of London because of COVID. Yeah. But what I've got Amsterdam, but Amsterdam, I'm not treating as my A race anymore. I'm just going to go there and cock about, right? Because it is what it is. I'm still, you know, getting over COVID. So I'm going to go Amsterdam, muck about for a bit, annoy Toby for as long as possible, and then come home. I'm already thinking about next year. Yeah. So I'm already planning what I'm going to be focusing on, what I can improve on. I've now got to do this biking thing. You know, there's all these other elements to be thinking about. But I've already moved on. I've already got that something else to focus on. And that's what I would recommend, like Hayden said, to you guys. But it, it doesn't have to be a marathon. It can be anything. You can try and focus on, you know, as you said, Hayden, bringing your 5K time down, which is one of the hardest things to do, right? To do a 5K training plan, yeah, to beat your 5K training, to, to beat your 5K PB, is bleeding hard. I tell you what, that's, I, I think in some respects that's even harder than running a marathon. And the best time to do it, I'll tell you now, it's yeah, next Saturday. You have a 16-week marathon plan. I have them five or six days off. Next yeah. Saturday, go out and run a 5K at Park Run. Go for it. Yeah. I tell you what, you'll be surprised what you run. Yeah, 100%. I think, Chris, you've touched upon this. I think um, it's important that you reward yourself for yep. doing what you do. So that would give you a lift. If you um, you talked about retail therapy, if you buy yourself, you know, something, or mementos. Uh, look, somebody, somebody bought me this. Look, look. I've got nice them on the 40 it's lovely. Nice little things. Don't have to spend a lot of money. And um 
What I would also say as well that marathon training is a very selfish pursuit. Yes, it is. You take over everything else. Yeah. Other people, your nearest Suffered. and dearest, they have to live it. They have to go through the mental yeah. anguish of your yeah. marathon training too. So it's always a good so, idea. Best thing, the best thing you could do, actually, that's a really good point, because you've put them through hell. The best thing you could do is sign them up for one. <laughs> <laughs> put Mrs. Point, Ball, right. which she's, don't tell her, she won't be listening. She's going in the ballot of the weekend. Ball straight in. <laughs> straight in. Right, I've got to do another set. I've got to do yeah, the go. last set of shout-outs before we go. Yeah. Okay, so um, some of these people have um, obviously forgotten that they've um, they've emailed in because they've been putting in the comments as well. So, um, Vicky and Louise Allen, please can you shout out to me, uh, to my sister Leggett Lou and me, Vicky. We are running London next week. I am flying in from Qatar after a sweaty summer of humid and red hot running. God, I bet we will be happy to get round. And Leggett Lou's going to smash it. So best of luck to you, Nick Page. Um, I'll be so grateful if you give a shout-out to my mate Andy. I haven't got Andy's second name. He is using his own marathon place to run me around my first London marathon. He's an absolute diamond. So best of luck to you too. Uh, Emma said, would you be able to shout-out for the 50-plus people who are running the London marathon in support of the charity Dreams Come True? We can't thank you all enough for running to make... Dreams come true for children who have it tough. Absolutely. Uh, Sam said, can you give me a shout out to my best mate, Dave Gibb, running his first London marathon after 12 failed ballot bids. He's going for a sub three after running 303 at Manchester in April. Best of luck with that, Dave. Um, Lily Dibble said, I'd like to shout out Milo Harris. Milo is not running the London marathon, but he has been an unsung hero of my marathon journey through tears and injuries and as much self-doubt as you can imagine. I can't thank him enough. Um, Somebody um, who's been in contact with us before, who's had a particularly difficult time of late, Adam Drew. Um, He says he's full of maranoia this week. I'm hoping it'll all work out on the day. First time wearing my new 40 Runs Club T-shirt. Bring it on. Good luck, Adam. Uh, Jen Marriott from Staffordshire. I'm Jen. I'd love listening to you guys every week on my long runs while preparing for my debut marathon, London. My husband, Steve, will be doing it too. So could we have a shout out for him? Absolutely. Mark Barnes from Kent. I'm running London for the charity Alzheimer's Research UK with a good mate of mine, Mike Berry, who is running for children with cancer. It's our first marathon. Good luck, gents. Chris Kirby says, I'm running my first marathon at London on Sunday. I'll be wearing my purple 40 T-shirt. Purple is the colour of the Epilepsy Society, the charity I'm running for on the day. Um, Penny Rushbridge, uh, she's um, sent out some good wishes to a few people we've already mentioned, but two people I think, she's mentioned two people I think who deserve a special uh, mention. Alan Bowley, king of the um, lightning round, who's not here this way. He's running on Sunday. Wish you all the best, Al. And um, Rich Quinn who has been um, behind the uh, Run for Dan um, running stuff that um, people have been doing over the last few weeks, raising loads and loads of money. Um, he's been smashing his training plan as well, you know, from what I've seen on Strava. So, Rich, wish you all the best, mate, as well. And our good friend Tracy Whittington has said to the Hartford 40s, Mandy Orchard and Sue Quinn, Tom Orchard and all the runners at Watford and the other 40s. And that's your lot. Okay, now, right. well done. What, Good luck, everybody. We, we've got some questions, boys. I know we're running out what, of time. What I'd just like to say, just before we go into them, um, I've been, I went through the um, emails today, and so many of them were accompanied with, thanks ever so much for your support on the pod. Well, listen to it through. You've been so great. Thanks for the advice. 
lots of people had lots of very nice things to say about what we do on a Friday night. And I just wanted to say thanks ever so much for, um, for your support really. And, um, you know, we, you know, we try and do our best. We try and lark about, but we try and help out as well. So, uh, to get positive feedback like that is, um, it's very thank humbling you. actually. So, yeah, um, appreciate that. I'd like to thank you very much. Thank you. Toby, you better say thank you as well. Thank you. everyone. Enjoy it. <laughs> you can press the right buttons though. Yeah, right. So listen, we've got some quick, we've got, right, apologies, right? Firstly, we're going to be running over tonight. So if you're on your long run, go a little bit longer. Um, Sorry about this. And uh, if you've got some questions and you put them in and I miss it now, it's Toby's fault. Um, Right. So all the best, uh, all the best. Right. right uh, Loch Ness, got to give a shout out to people who are not running London this week. Yeah, other events like races I want, on. That's on the, I want to go and see Nessie. So that's on the bucket list. Uh, what is your half marathon 5k times? Follow us all on Strava. Get on there. Get on the drug that is Strava and, and have a look at us on there. Uh, what else we've got here? That's why he's off to Thailand. Thinking about a tri- another ultra triathlon. Yeah, get it done right. Rather, hang on. Where were they, Toe? Best place to buy running shoes. Start fitness. Natch. Get 10% off using the code 40 runs. You're welcome. Uh, is there anywhere good for a halfway uh, sausage sandwich halfway around London? Sunday? If there is. Let me know because I might even come up in the rain and get it. Uh, nice cap down the cobbles. There you go. Uh, what else have you got? Link. So have you said, the, uh, did my hoodie turn up? Aaron Newton, yeah. who's that for? Did my hoodie turn up? Probably well, no idea. Um, what else? Um, Can, what are, yeah, that was Rod it. Lambert, yeah. four weeks to Dublin marathon, picked up a grade one Tuesday physio, um, fast running, no running for 10 days, which is ending tomorrow. Okay, how do you balance the remaining runs in? Probably I would just listen to the doctors. I'd listen to the doctor's advice. Uh, advice, doctor's advice, physio's advice. Take, don't listen to four idiots. Uh, please take medical advice. We have no idea what we're talking about. Um, oh, we've got to give a shout out to the cheer station. So, if you're running London this weekend, there's going to be loads of support out on course. I know some people who are going to be dotted around, not just in um, the cheer station. But um, first, if you're going, then you're not going to the cheer st- uh, station. Make sure if you see anyone who looks like a 40 runner, just shout out Oi Oi 40 runner at them really loudly as well, please. Like really loudly. So it looks like you know, they're going to attack them. Hayden, where is the cheer station actually located this year? I believe it's around about Spuckinary Wolf, around about mile 19. That's where, yeah, it usually is. So if, you, if you want to go to a cheer station, Canary Wharf, right, is one of the best places to spectate. Especially if you've got kids, right? There's plenty of toilets and things like that. When Nick comes up to watch me, so she was going to be there on Sunday, obviously not now. Um, but we was going to, they send them to Canary Wharf because so the girls can, you know, there's loos and things like that. It's just, it's just a better place to take the kids. It's easy to get in and out of as well. So if you need somewhere, but there's 40 cheer stations going to be there, loud and proud. Uh, we've also got to give a shout out to our volunteers that are going to be there for 40 runs and for the mini mile as well on Saturday. Big shout out to them. Thank you again for representing us and doing us proud. We really appreciate it. Um, so mad love out to you. Um, and I think that's it in terms of we're, we're running over. So we're, sorry, everyone else we've missed. Um, I think a good way to finish, Wilco, apart from actually playing the outro, which would be mm. really good if we could do that this week, Tobe is uh, to give one tip each, right? We've all completed a marathon, right? To- some of us have done it with, like, no training, Toby. Others have gone and done a long run in three hours and 35 minutes, um, Hayden. So are we ready? Wilco, your top tip for marathon day, not training for the day. Go. Just ease your way in. 
don't go mad. Don't get too pet up. You've got a long way to go, but just enjoy it. Just go. You're going out for a long run. Just go out. It's what you've worked for. Make the most of it. It's going to be, it's one of, it's going to be, it's up there with your, it will be up there with your wedding day and things like that. The things that you're doing. If you did a London marathon, I'm sure I've not been fortunate enough to do it, but I would imagine that's what it's like. So it's going to be an unforgettable experience. Try not to forget it. Take it all in. Okay. Tobe? I can, uh, yeah, make sure you start nice and easy. I think that's going to keep that, that pace in the first, especially four miles up to six, sort of keep on pace. Don't take it. Don't go too fast. Then you enjoy the end. Hayden? Mine's going to be relevant to actual this Sunday. There's been a few questions in the comments. Looks like it could rain. A couple of tips for rain. If you've got a cap, wear a cap. Keeps out your eyes. If you don't wear a cap, Vaseline above your eyebrows might stop the water going in your eyes. Black bag. When you get to the start, put a black bag over you. Keep yourself as dry as possible so when you're ready to go, you're feeling good rather than like a drowned rat. If it does rain as much as they're going to say it is. And you can't do anything about the rain. So just just be grateful. We stop baking hot. I've changed my tip, right? I've changed it based on what Hayden just said, because this one is a world-class tip. You won't get this anywhere else other than on 40 runs, okay? I was going to say about the bottle of Coke afterwards and all that sort of stuff, but talking about the weather, because I know people are obsessed with the weather, and rightly so, right? Because it brings another factor in to make you think about. But here's an unbelievable tip. Are you ready? I've told some of my runners already. Going to the shed... Going to the wardrobe, find an old pair of trainers at the back. Garden ones, ones you walk the dog in, ones you've gone to Tesco's in, whatever it is. They're all beaten up. A pair of Brooks. pair of Brooks, perfect. You probably bought them and you thought yourself, these are a load of turk. They're like the ones I had in 1970. Sack them off, right? Well done, Hayden. <laughs> Two-footed straight in on Brooks. Like <laughs> Tell he's been a host for a long while now. Straight in. Yeah, comfortable. Um, I've actually been quite nice to Brooks recently. Anyway, Hayden. Uh, he's done two people tonight. He's done Toby and he's done Brooks. I like uh, Hayden's now. He's, he's even more of my hero. Right, come on, Hayden. I've got to do this tip. We've got to go. No, sorry, sorry, right. sorry. So you've got your Brooks out of the cupboard. Get yourself a nice pair of socks, right? Put them on. Put your race shoes in your kit bag and your race socks in your kit bag and whatever you will apply to your feet, whatever that is. Wear your old socks. Uh, um, where you where your old trainers, your socks to the start line because your feet are going to get wet, right? When you then go into the changing rooms, go into the indoor tents at the like uh, Greenwich or Blackheath, wherever. Go in there, sit down, and then change your shoes just before you go, so you ain't starting with wet feet. There's nothing worse than having wet feet before you've even started. So leave your shoes there. They'll pick them up for the charity. Give them to somebody on the info. Actually, don't give them to the info because they'll get like this mound of shoes. So I fully said it'd be all right to drop me. Don't do that. But like leave them somewhere where the clothing could be left. Yeah. Like how you said with your black bag or whatever. But honestly, take go up there in an old pair of old pair of shoes, old pair of socks or whatever, or a nice comfy pair of socks. Go and undercover into the change room and then change them just before you go. Yeah, that is honestly. Don't start with wet feet. It's a really, that is a it's a game changer. That's it, Wilco. Yeah, and remember, remember what Oscar Wilde said. There's no such thing as bad weather, just the wrong clothes. There we go. So, well, we hope we've been helpful. We wish you, if you're doing London this week, or if you're doing any race at all, we wish you the absolute best of luck. 
Thank you very much to um, everybody involved with the uh, 40 Rounds Running Club and Sketches. He's putting to me, to Sketches in the hat. Yeah, thank you very much. Now, if you're not fortunate enough to have time to uh, watch us at 7 o'clock on a Friday, either on YouTube or Facebook, we are available on your um, download as a podcast on your podcast provider of choice. So whether that's Apple, Amazon, um, Spotify, we're all on there. So you can take it. You take it with um, Take it with you. Download three or four episodes. Get around London on a Sunday morning. You'll love it. What better way to have us chatting in your ear, talking rubbish, while you're completing the greatest marathon in the world. Wish you all the best of this week. We will be back next week talking about how it all went. And um, Maybe. Maybe. Or if something happens. We don't know. Yeah. But thank you very much for your um, your input. And we, like I say, we wish you all the very best of luck. Thanks very much. Now, Chris, you're going to be able to press the outro. Are you going to be all right? Uh, let's try it. Let's, what's the worst? Well, we could not play it. But anyway, well, we come back everyone. In a minute, I'm now so... going to press the outro. And we shall see you next week. Right, you ready, boys? Go. This episode of the Long Run Podcast is sponsored by Sketches. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 